Persons under 18 will not be admitted. What's up, everybody? This is Jeff and Ben. Um, talking with the dead. And still talking with. And still talking with. Still talking with is our live show. Yes. You can catch that every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern. Eastern. That's yeah. Eastern. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You live yeah. in fucking California. It's got to be three. No, four. Four? Yeah. They're oh. only three hours behind. What about daylight savings? Yeah, well, fuck that. We'll worry about that one. Okay, so if you're on the West Coast, you're going to have to look up when 6 o'clock is out there compared to here. Which would be actually 7 o'clock out there. 7 o'clock? Yeah. No, before this is over, I'm going to need a whole lot of serious therapy. You're all fucked up today. Another dollar for the swear jar. I'm always fucked up. <laughs> you should tune into the show and see really how fucked up I can get. Oh, yeah. Well, opinions are like assholes. Everybody has one. And when you do tune in, you're going to see amazing guests like this. Hey, this is Courtney Gaines. You know me from such movies as Children of the Corn, Can't Buy Me Love, Burbs, uh, even Back to the Future. Hey, everybody. This is Anson Hoyer. And I'm going to be on Still Talking With. <laughs> Hi, I'm Deadeye Swackhammer, and you're listening to Still Talking With. Hey, guys. It's Boston comedian Dave Russo, and you're listening to Still Talking. Do not change that dial. I'm gonna punch you in the face, you fuckers. In the face. Hi, this is Dee Wallace from ET Show, and you're listening to Still Toking Whip on the Dorkening Podcast Network. Oh, yeah, Leo just threw me right to the wolves, didn't you, Leo? <laughs> Welcome to the show. Usually, Leo does his little thing, but, you know, he's a little under the weather, so uh, here I am. <laughs> Let's have some fun. Uh, and we're down Ben, too. You know, so these guys let me off my leash. <laughs> this ought to be interesting. Very interesting. So who's controlling the cameras, Leo, then? I'm just curious. Oh, I'm oh, not see? controlling the cameras, but that was pretty impressive how it just came over to me. I'm Jar Jar. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> um yeah, tonight. Uh, am I introducing our guest now, or do do it, sure, I don't know what right Leo in. is doing to us? Yeah, yeah, he's messing with us. Is what he's doing behind the scenes, you know? All right. Um, well, from from the the new movie, which you can check out on all the streaming services. Well, not streaming services, but like Amazon and all that. Uh, the Space Wars. Uh, it's Gatto and, and Anahi Sation. Sedian. 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 I yeah, knew I was kind nice. of. I, that was the name that I didn't practice. I was like, damn, <laughs> nobody said it in the interviews. <laughs> so, how is it? And, oh, also, uh, I'm sorry. And also, uh, Joe and Sarah are here. Hi. Hello. <laughs> I almost forgot Welcome you to the show. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. I, I get forgotten often. Hmm. And I'm it's sorry. I, from me. Yeah, mainly by Sarah. <laughs> Jeff, do you know their last names? Because I, I didn't have it written down. It's Joe Netter and Sarah French. <laughs> well, see. Sarah French. Now, see, those I couldn't have screwed up. I know. Why didn't you introduce everybody? <laughs> you know. All right. So let's get right into it, I guess. Right, Jeff? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Um, so, yeah, I, mean, I just literally just finished watching this. That's awesome. 15 minutes ago. I, you know I mean? finished it actually about six hours ago. So I, I got a little more time on you, Jeff. Well, yeah. I, was, I was, you know, I worked all day and I'm like, really oh, shit, 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 shit. 
How long is this movie? All right, I can squeeze it. An hour and a half. Go. Perfect. Hey, it's you only know? 90 I didn't minutes. even have to fast forward. I didn't even have to fast forward. No, it was yeah. an hour, perfect hour and a half. Like, yeah. yes. Well, so, our extended cut director's version is nine and a half hours. Yeah, long. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That one's coming up. Damn. Yeah, the <laughs> but that's the one that's got all the cool stuff behind the scenes and all that kind of stuff that. And before the it gets cut out with all the bleeps and all that kind of stuff right there. triple the oh, amount of fights i fight like 20 other people in the extended yeah yeah <laughs> including you me know. and gato yeah <laughs> right 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 yeah, yeah sarah you hit like a girl i just want to say well that, that was actually one of the questions gato are, are you ever going to be in front of the camera you're both movies now you're behind the camera you, you got anahe out there in in front what what's going on she she's more the the actress. I'm a bit of too much of a ham, I think, to be on the screen. I, I had a cameo in my previous movie, Automation, and I think that's. Oh, did you? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I haven't had a chance to see that one yet. I want to see that too. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Sarah's in that one as well. Yeah. That's actually how oh, we really. Met. Yeah. Are, oh, are you guys okay, like cool. a traveling uh, family of of movie makers? You could call it that. Yeah. I'd say it's, so. It's like a small band of circus performers you know all come together we become like family we've worked together so much now mm -hmm. when you Sarah work well was... with people you want to stick with them yeah. how, how long does it usually take to do a movie from start to finish yeah well well not all the editing but like while you're doing it out on set and stuff so this one took nine days of shooting on set and then oh, two, day, two days wow. for the uh, location work and then one day of pickup so it was like 12 days Wow, that's really? impressive. Yeah. Do you know the how long it takes Jeff to do to one episode? Uh, <laughs> months. <laughs> now, the editing and stuff is more like months, right? Oh, yeah. That was like eight months to a year of like oh, just wow. cutting. And, you know, I have a regular job. I, I edit movie trailers. Yeah. That's my regular thing. So I kind of was your doing company and everything else, you know. With and, your uh, that's why Your company just... Hungry Monster, right? Yeah. Hungry Monster Entertainment. Yep. Where'd that name come from? We we <laughs> we both love monster movies and we love food. We're always hungry. So we just oh, put nice. those two things together. Hungry Monster. That's perfect. It describes us very well. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that works. And they make a very great team. They work very well together. Yeah. Sarah's company we have together is called Horny Monster. Well, this would actually be a good way to get like the inside scoop. Who who's the boss on set, Joe, Joe and Sarah? Like who out of these two like run things really? He's called the director, but like who's actually like saying, Come on now, let's get it together. I, I'm gonna plead the fifth. Yeah. <laughs> I like to say it's a great, it, it's a great fifty-fifty split. Uh, the the Gato and Anna Heat work very well mm -hmm. together in tandem, and which can be a challenge. Sarah and I work very well together too. Usually, when you're dealing with couples, it can be it can be super challenging because it's yeah stressful. You know, pre-production, production, post-production. Because post not yeah, only yeah. you're working together, you're living together, so you but, need to find that nice. You know, she has a weird dream about you the night before, and all of a sudden, it's shit all over the set. Yep. <laughs> it's, it's a thing. And I, I can speak as, as for us men, we occasionally need the ladies to kind of reel us in. Oh, absolutely. And bring us back to reality mm -hmm. a little bit. Yep. 
Don't get have... me started. And it's <laughs> it's uh, right. Super cool. Super cool. We, I, I, I like to say we ground you guys for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Grounding by putting us in the corner when we, we get in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Which is awful. Or in the ground when you piss me off. Um, okay. I, did, I didn't know this was going to be a beat down. <laughs> no, no, no. 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 Hey, we got to switch things up. <laughs> um, on set, Gatto knows exactly what he wants. When he shows up, he knows what he wants to do. It sounds like it if he can get a movie done in 12 and yeah, days. And from... Uh, like he already has it in his head and when he gets on set he knows what he's gonna shoot and he doesn't shoot anything extra so we didn't cut no. out very, very much in no. the movie there's only like five minutes of deleted footage oh no kidding really yeah, wow. okay. that's impressive yeah so everybody that's nailed like... it it was all one take stuff too um, no. no, we 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 had time for two takes sometimes. <laughs> no, we did we did a few uh, different ones. I mean, um, but but you know what was we were very lucky in that Sarah, Anahit, and Michael were so prepared, and they had the biggest dialogue scenes of the movie, and uh, they were able to like just go straight through. I mean, we did not have a lot of uh, you know delays or mess ups or things. I mean, we mm. were able to just burned through pages and pages of dialogue. So it really helped a lot. Yeah, yeah. Anahit had the biggest challenge. Oh, yeah. her, her big monologue section was a lot of, you know, techno jargon, space science stuff. Um, right. But she nailed it. Like that was for me, I think the most difficult section for anybody to deliver. Right. And, and she did a great job with that. Amazing. It, it was three pages of dialogue, which Joe wrote, but he was such a good sport when I was having issue, like, well, this isn't flowing off my tongue as, as, as I'd like. He was pretty free to let yeah. me improv nice. a little bit and make it work for me. And, and not a lot of writers are able to do that. But oh, that, that takes know, out awesome. one of my questions. Now I can't ask about improv. Thanks, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> so, and also what helps is like with the script, when you know your character so well, it just becomes natural. And so you just, everything is just, you know, like you're really in the moment, in the scene. So just, well, yeah, because you're, you know, you're like this innocent badass. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have to say, right? I, I caught the twist uh, probably towards the middle. I was like, oh, oh I know where we're going here. Mm-hmm. Right. But, yeah, I was just like, hey, she, yeah, okay. Really? Like, I, I don't want to give it away. In, in, you know, right. Yes. Just, you know, Thank but you. Yeah, Bruce Willis was, is dead the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <that> motherfucker. <laughs> He was a ghost. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> Ruined that movie now. <laughs> wow. So, so who, um, who who was the set designer? Uh, that was Anthony Pierce. Was the set designer, it, and it was a combination between him building these sets and Evil Ted Smith building all these really cool sci-fi props that we had. I saw so that name in the credits. Yeah, the light boards, chairs. You know, uh, some of the space guns. I also had a friend of mine, Mark Ross. Uh, in Vegas, he he gave me a bunch of guns and extra props from a sci-fi project he worked on. So we had that additional material. So, um, but it was a uh, yeah, Anthony kind of setting all this stuff. We also had this guy Brian who worked with him, who set dressed and everything. So it was a lot of the work. Chair, the chairs looked comfortable, were they? They were like really big backed. I'm big. six four, so I was like, man, that would be a good captain's chair. You would have enjoyed it. It was a challenge for me because, like, I had to. Sit <laughs> oh yeah, you're the. We had set up for um, Michael, and he's he's a tall guy. What is he six? 
something, something six. But I had to sit in this chair, and then he had to come and sit right after me, and and I, yeah, we trying to reach. The <laughs> like, this is natural, you know. <laughs> so next time, I think we'll put the chairs on yeah. wheels or coasters or something to help. There you go. <laughs> Evil yeah. Ted also built the spacesuit, like the helmet and, yeah. and you know those elements and things. Uh, you know, and and he and he's a designer. You know, he he's worked on all sorts of major movies and stuff. And he has his own website where he teaches people how to create their own, uh, like, um, like cosplay sort of costumes and things like that. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's cool. Really uh, I'm a huge con person. Uh, that that's actually why I do these shows. I get to go to all the cons for free. They, they invite me like I'm press and stuff. They're just like, here, come talk to them. I'm like, you really want me to talk to people? All right. Do you, you wear costumes when you go? Oh, I do not. No, I, I enjoy everybody <laughs> no, yeah. else's costumes. Now, now, this body is not ready for that. <laughs> so, well, and if, if, if you want to watch, if you uh, watch automation, he also made the costume for Auto. Yeah, the robot. The robot. Oh, oh cool. now I have to our first around. movie. Uh huh. Were you in that nice. as well, Annie? Yes, I was. I had a smaller part in that one. Mm -hmm. Oh, didn't make the cut, huh? <laughs> no, I was, I was busy. I was busy raising our two kids. Well, I was going to ask. Actually, thirty years you guys have been. Th yeah, thirty years you guys have been together or close 24. to it. Twenty-four. Oh, it's twenty-four. Thirty, 30 altogether, I'd say. Yeah, we dated uh, five years before that. Yeah. So yeah, all that's together. a pretty strong relationship. To yeah, you're going the distance. Yeah. Well, she's Sarah she the can same. take it well. <laughs> uh, Sarah and I have been together 14 years. So oh, it's been, so it's been a while. Yeah. I actually I actually met him on my very first movie, a short film, and uh he killed me in it, cut my head off, and beat my friend with it. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> story. That, but that we didn't get together until about three years after. We were yeah. friends for a while. Yeah. Hey, when you get beat That's with wonderful. a little bit of head, uh, you can't beat a little head. It's it's great. <laughs> he eventually I wasn't going to touch I that. did. Eventually I had to. Nice. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> no, I, so I, the um, special effects, you had a lot, of, uh, a lot of cool special effects in this film. Mm -hmm. uh, is that something that you do, or do you have a, uh, an FX guy? I had effects guys on this, um, but okay. you know, I, I'm I'm very my main background is in post. I, I edit movie trailers and I'll I'll do a lot of sound mixing on them and add a lot of sound design and things like that. So I, I I'm I was heavily involved throughout all those steps, but uh, the actual CG was done by these uh, two artists in uh, England. Yep. Yeah, uh, it oh, was okay, uh, cool. Stephen Clark and Paul Knott, and they did. All the real flashy stuff you see, the monsters and the spaceships, spaceships. all of that, that mm -hmm. was that. And then we had a few other effects artists for things like the windows and the computer screens. Uh, filmmaker Gary Jones, he did some of those. Mm -hmm. uh, Perry Horobis and uh, Adam Lima. Mm -hmm. So we had, yeah, it was, it was a good team. I mean, were, were the monsters 100% CG or were there any kind of models for them? Any like arms or pieces yeah. that were... Yeah, both. yeah, yeah. For the uh, climactic creature, we yeah. had built arms that were, you know, uh, and those were created by Jeff Farley. He built these uh, giant arms that extended and would bend and stuff. So we, we already had nice. picked the model out. So I said, Jeff, can you make these? Because I want to have a fight scene 
with this monster trying to eat these people, you know, and I wanted the arms to be swinging around while they're trying to, you know, kill each other. <laughs> it adds another element to it. Yeah. 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 No, I agree. And also for actors, you and Sarah, like it must be really tough when you're, you know, you have the idea of what's there coming at you, but it's, to actually have the the thing like was when you're running from some of the monsters were there actual like people coming at you going uh, or was it just oh no and pretend to run <laughs> from the much. scary monster <laughs> no i mean we we knew what we had to get done and we you know in the script we had an idea everything we needed to do and and you know Gato with his great directing he was like all right this is what i need you to do you got to run from here to here there's a monster over here there's a you know, another monster coming over here. So he really, uh, uh, Joe and Gatto painted a great picture for me to help me kind of bring it to life in my head. And then, you know, we kind of just did it. Well, and the, the yeah. creatures were awesome. They're the great yeah. concept on those. Yeah. No, one of them, I really got the, the sandworm from Tremors. Yeah. Uh, yes. like it came one up of my favorite like, movies. Yeah. Oh, yep. yeah. So good. Yeah. Oh, it was it was really cool. I was, I had fun. Uh, the kids wouldn't watch it with me though. They they don't oh. like my movies. Well, how old are they? Uh, nine through sixteen. So okay. yeah, they're just like nah. <laughs> they, to get me to sit down for longer than a half hour is pretty impressive. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it, it it's made for that you know type of age bracket or the people who grew up on those kind of movies. Really, I mean, yeah. You know, if you watched Battle Beyond the Stars in the theater, then you're the target audience for this movie. Well, I was going to ask, what were some of the movies or shows that inspired this? Because I got like a bit of Flash Gordon towards the beginning and then mm -hmm. like Godzilla throughout. Yeah. It, it, it was, and then Tremors. I'm just like, wow. There's, yeah. I there's saw a little of bit of Spaceballs too. Oh, no. <laughs> There's definitely a lot of Saturday afternoon television in here. And, and you know, old Star Trek, definitely classic Kirk Spock sort of Star Trek. Um, you know, uh, but it was definitely those movies that were made in the afterglow of Star Wars. Films that were inspired by Star Wars, but they were their own thing. Mm -hmm. uh, Joe and I talked about these movies a lot, like, uh, you know, Space Hunter Adventures in the Forbidden Zone or, or um, Star Crash even. You know, all these kind of movies. And... And also, I wanted it to feel like a Sinbad movie in outer space, that kind of movie. So I love those quest movies where, you know, you got to go here and get this and open up this thing and go to here. And there's monsters there and you see lots of interesting things. You know, that, that's the sort of stuff that really interests me as a, you know, I want to go on a journey, go on an adventure um, and just have yeah, that it, sort of. And we, had, we did have a lot of little homages. I see there's a, a question uh, ask, asking if the reference to the three-headed destroyer of their worlds was a Godzilla Easter egg, and it was. Yeah, um, <laughs> we have cool. you know, there's Battle Beyond the Stars, Star Crash, uh, Sin, uh, Sinbad, tons of little things that connect. There's an Ice Pirates thing in there. Yeah, we really wanted to have Easter eggs to all the movies that that Gatto said he grew up loving that we also grew up loving. Um, mm -hmm. So they're peppered throughout for people to cool. find. Should, okay. should we watch cool. the trailer? It seems Leo has it queued up. Sure. All right. So, Leo, go ahead and play it. I don't know if it's going to actually work the way I want it to.
The year is 2980, and we now know that death is not the end. A soul can be extracted from the recently deceased and be used to create a blue liquid called essence. It can bring a person back to life. We'll get her back. I hope so. It's an expensive process used by the rich and powerful. The rest, they do what they can to survive. Stay right there. You told me you're hiding from some dangerous people. I snuck on the door. I spent the last year searching for the deep star. A bounty so big that the entire galaxy could be yours. People have been looking for the deep star for years. It can't be found. It's because they can't find the distress beacon. I know where it is. If we find the deep star, we can get enough credits to bring mom back. Blast off. Guys, we have company. You can run, but you cannot hide. Prepare for impact. Nice. It's exciting, isn't it? <laughs> it was I'm, awesome. I'm just happy things worked the way I wanted it to. That was cool. <laughs> right, right. Now, where, where was your location for uh, a lot of the outdoor stuff? Was that uh, was that, that was a lot of that was in Las Vegas area. We were in. Hold on. Yeah, at the end of the, okay. at the end of the at the end of the movie, it says most of it was filmed in space. You're lying. Oh yeah, along the Montanian Sky Trail. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, oh, it's filmed in space. Yes. <laughs> well, Las <laughs> Vegas, <Wednesday>, California. <laughs> very true. <laughs> All right. Very, very true. So it won a lot of awards. Yeah. And it's probably going to continue to do so, which is uh, pretty impressive. You know, when I was looking you up, it's like 17 awards. I'm like, two movies. Hmm. That's yeah. interesting. You know, you don't see what, that too often. What's been the most special one that you guys have gotten for uh, this one? Say the Zed Fest one was that because that's the biggest one, yeah. Because we had a nice screening for that one. I mean, we had a good crowd. Uh, a lot of people came out. It was sort of our LA screening when we when oh, we did nice. it. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, that was at the Regal, right? Yeah. Yeah, that one was great. We had a, a really decent crowd for that, and everyone was totally into it. Very exciting, and um, you know, it's just—it's always great to be in a theater with everybody around you, just getting excited and pumped, and you know, just, following just, us for the ride. And it was—it's just a wonderful thing to see. I, I love the fact that it's played some drive-ins. Oh the, yeah, on the oh that's wicked cool. In Pennsylvania, yeah, which is cool. super super cool. Yeah. Oh, man, I, I went to a drive-in for the first time in a long time last year, and I was just like, this is great. I didn't even, it was way up in Maine, but I was just like, I didn't even know they were still around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I grew up going to drive-ins. Yeah, same here. I, we, I was one of the kids hidden in the back of the, the Volkswagen. <laughs> <laughs> they had a very brief sort of comeback during COVID, and, and you know, I don't know if they're all... Is that Tiki one still around, Joe? Or is uh, that Tiki closed. Yeah. Um, COVID kept it open. It was going to close pr uh, prior to COVID, but COVID let it last about two more years. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, that's probably why I got to see the one up in Maine too, because like yeah. it, it was towards the end of COVID. Oh. 
All right, no riding motorcycles in the house, guys. <laughs> that was. You live weird. on a busy street, and it's like no. <laughs> chills me. Yeah, our, our normal computer setup is down, so we're on our laptop, and uh, didn't think that we're ready. Oh, no worries. No, I thought someone was getting run through a wood chipper or something. Yeah. <laughs> right? That's what's going to happen. I'll tell you that right now. So <laughs> I'm going to go Fargo on them. Yeah, that's, so that's the question. This question might be a little lame, but uh, since it only took 12 days to shoot, so but were there much shenanigans going on on set? I, I can't imagine since it's such a tight schedule that. None that were filmed. None that were filmed. <laughs> It was a pretty orderly shoot, I would say. This this was very efficient. We had to move quickly, so there really wasn't much time for fooling around. I mean, it was a lighthearted set. We had, you know, fun while we were doing it. Um, but yeah, there wasn't, I wouldn't say there was really... No, it was yeah. go, go, go. Yeah. <laughs> it was go, 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 but at the same time, we were all having fun doing it. Because just the... Oh, well, that showed through in the movie. Yeah, yeah. it did. Yeah, exactly. Really I mean, we all gelled so well together on set. Everyone got along great. And we've all worked together in the past. Um, like with the DP and his crew, um, Gatto, on Heat, Joe. Like all of us knew each other. We've all worked together before. So we were all just friends on set. And it's family. And, yeah. you know, it was, it was easy. a really great time. Yeah. Easier. Sure. <laughs> what, what were some of the biggest obstacles? Right, the set, probably set. having set, you know, because it, it was just tough getting enough crew to like do what we needed to do in the amount of time we had. Yeah. So sometimes sets were not 100% completed by the time we were ready to shoot because we had basically three stages. And we'd roll out all on one stage, then we'd move to the next while the other stage was being redesigned or turned into something else. Yeah, and when, when I wasn't in front of the camera, I was helping paint. Yeah, we were all helping paint. <laughs> right? Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Hands on. All hands on deck. Sort yeah. Of yeah. And, and then, of course, from a sound perspective, yeah. the <laughs> fact that there was street fairs going on right outside, like, multiple days. Oh, no oh, my gosh. It was insanity. Yeah, that yeah. was a challenge. You can see that in the, the deleted scene. Yeah. We had trains like, going by. Trains, yeah. There was lots of noise. <laughs> Especially on the weekend, cops. Oh, yeah. Sirens. Sirens would be whirling off in the middle of a, a take. I mean, The building we were in is, is almost like a garage. It's not soundproofed at all. And so we'd have to cut a lot. That's, that's where the multiple takes came in because we had to stop for sound, yeah. whether it was the train or the police going by or the you know party happening across the street. That was a, that was a challenge. Yeah. I gotta say though that sound came out pretty good considering you know you didn't know. I mean, no, I didn't hear any sirens that I could yeah. remember that sounded no. out of place at least. <laughs> no, I didn't hear anything out of place. Cool. Which is pretty cool. I you know the uh, the fight scenes. How do I want to word this? Um, I, I I found hysterical. <laughs> Just <laughs> in the way. That, you know, it, 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 because they were they just looked like fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? There wasn't, you know, it, it. I grew up watching Kickboxer and all of those kinds of movies, and you know, and this was it was like it was too much fun, but that's what <laughs> made it great. You know what yeah. I mean? That's why I said, Sarah, you hit like a girl. <laughs> a wow. very strong girl. Yeah, yes. very strong girl. I don't. I don't mess. Can we swear on here? 
Oh, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Absolute dropping mind. bombs on. Yeah. <laughs> right. He does not. <laughs> right. Right. No, and Tom I. Tyler, I was going to say, I, just, I was going to say, I, I, I loved, I loved playing Taylor because she's just such a badass. She doesn't take shit from no one. She rushes through danger with no problem, and she's on a mission. And you know, with all the fighting and craziness going on, there's also a lot of heart to this film. That's what I also mm -hmm. love about it, because the true core of the story is family and what you're willing right. to do to get them back. But then, you know, you get all these cool, you know, crazy fights and ship crashes and aliens and monsters. I just, it's just a really great. Well, uh, even story. and throughout the whole film, you're always trying to do the right thing. Like, you mm -hmm. know, you, uh, sorry, my, my memory for names is horrible. But uh, the guy who you were trying to, you know, he's talking about his mom passing and stuff and like that. And I'm just mm -hmm. like, you know, he's. Every time, at every chance, your character was just like trying to give him that opportunity. It, it was kind of a good heartfelt moment in in the movie throughout. Yeah, because I'm I'm trying to connect with him because I know I'm in trouble, so I'm trying to think of ways to almost kind of manipulate him. Yeah, and get my way so I can get yeah. out of the situation and continue on with my journey. Because so you did what women do best. You teased him. Yeah. <laughs> he calls her out on that. And hey, did it not work? And she was, she was completely she was completely willing to blow his head off. Too. I know. <laughs> right. yeah, That's true. Yeah, he's like, what does he say? I can't remember, but I hit the thing and and hit the trigger, and it's you know. But I'm watching. I'm watching. I'm like, oh, how's this gonna go? Oh yep. crap! <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! Well, the same the same with. You know, again, I don't want to give anything away, but when all of us, I'm with all the bad guys and we're in the, the cockpit and we're all having a conversation and I'm also trying to mess with Nina's head as well yeah. mm -hmm. because I'm trying to get her to a certain spot in the cockpit so I can disable the, the ship right. and get my mom and head out. So there's reasons for what I do throughout the whole film, you can see me constantly yeah, thinking and constantly planning. I'm constantly plotting. And, you know, I mean, I'm in a rough situation that I have to get out and I have to figure out what can I do. And right, you're right. She, did, she did a great job too. Yeah. yeah. Rachel, she killed it. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah, were, we, we were blessed job. with a really good cast on this one. And, uh, that one scene in particular that Sarah's talking about is one of my favorites because everybody has some business going on in that scene. And, uh, you know, you can really see Taylor oh, through the scene. You can you can tell that she's trying to plan something. Same with the climax. Everybody in the whole, there's something going on throughout the whole universe of the movie that, for everybody. I'm just like, there's no, like, time to relax. It was, <laughs> it was great. Like, a great ending. Uh, Thank you. And, and are, are you guys planning on doing any horror movies? Because Anahe, I swear when you were first in that space suit and you came forward, I was like, oh crap, that would have scared the <laughs> shit out of me. <laughs> yeah, I thought the same thing. I was like, That's oh, so fuck. <laughs> I, I would actually love to do a, a paranormal movie where she plays a, a Zelda Rubenstein type character that's kind of oh, coming goodness. in to help that it's it's 
a little more of a PG 13 horror Ooh. movie than I usually do. I usually do the nice hard R's, yeah. but, uh, um, you know, and, and I'll just interject as far as Anna Heat. She's fantastic in the movie. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah. mentioned earlier, she had a smaller role in automation and I, I knew for this one, she was going to have, you know, God, when I talk, she's gonna have a bigger role and, and she's, She's the 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 life of the movie, so I'm super super happy she got a, a chance to uh, shine in this one. Oh, it's it's been such a blessing to have somebody write for me. You know that that's never happened before, and and I'm just so blessed, Joe. Thank you. Um, and it was so much fun to do. As far as horror automation was the uh, only horror film that I, well no no, no you've done no. more <laughs> no 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 I've been in Joe Castro's. What was it called now? Summer of Massacre. Summer of Massacre. She got her head Ooh. cut off. I did. Oh. <laughs> I did. But you know what? Um, when I, I did that one as a favor, I didn't know the whole story of it. You but, got your head cut off for a favor. That's Yeah, but it's cool. now in the Guinness Book of World Records. Really? Yeah, as the most kills That's, from beginning yeah. to end. I had a card. I really like, no. in that movie, too. Yeah, he was yeah. in that one. <laughs> But I have not done any other horror. Uh, I'm more of a romantic comedy kind of, you know, <laughs> what interests me and, and action adventure, like like Space Wars, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, but I love acting of any kind. If it's if it's challenging, I'll do it. Um, but uh, I'm I, I I close my eyes when it comes to gore. You know, it's like oh, yeah. for for our first. Uh, Valentine's Day, he took me to scream, and I was like this the whole time. And I was hitting him the rest of the time. It's just, it's just not my thing. Oh, that's like, uh, that's not even a scary movie. Yeah. I, 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 I once took a girl to Faces of Death 4. Oh, my God. Our no, first those are some, it didn't go well. Those are fucked up movies. I can't imagine why. Yeah. No, no. You got to go romance or something like that for your first date. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. You know, oh, I mean, I watch a lot of horror movies. So, and I've been Jeff watches 35 some years, really and crazy I watch shit a lot too. of movies by myself. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. You know, yeah, you know, she just don't like them, which is cool, you know. Yeah, that's that's the way we are with them. Yeah. I mean, I watch four or five horror movies a week. Yeah. Oh, wow. wow. I I'm lucky. Yeah. I'm covered in horror tattoos and Sarah loves horror. That's her favorite thing oh, nice. as well. So, are you guys uh, big Halloween for people? Us. You guys, big Halloween people, doing of all course. the oh, yeah. crazy yeah. costumes and stuff. Uh, Halloween is year round for us. Fantastic! It never, it never stops. <laughs> well, yes, yeah, so I'm not a big Halloween person because I don't have kids and I don't want kids coming to my door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff's that grumpy those, old man. I sh I, I'm the grumpy old man in the neighborhood. Get out of my yard. <laughs> I was I was that for a little while once when we had neighbors who would have parties all the time back in West L.A. Yeah, I'd be the guy coming down there with like the, uh, you know, the, the sort of wife beater undershirt. Like, hey, you know, quiet down on there. <laughs> I just shut the dog up and go outside and be like, move. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it sounds like you didn't really have to do much casting for this movie, but how 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 do you how did you get all of these guys together initially? Well, the, all these characters we, we kind of knew, Joe. Right? We knew who we were yeah. writing for for the most part on this one. Yeah, there so, were only a couple that yeah. weren't written specifically for people. Yeah. You know, so, wow. we okay. knew we knew going in when Jeff Miller approached us about this, he wanted a, a role for Michael Perret, 
he he knew we were going to have Sarah and Anna Heat in it, and he was he was great with that. Uh, how how hard was it to get Michael to join the cast, or was he just like, yeah, let's do this? He loved the script. I mean, he was so excited oh, nice. when he got the script. I mean, uh, you know, I remember meeting him in a cafe, and he had notes all over. He was like, he was, he was ready. He was ready. This. He loves science fiction. That's really cool to get somebody that's like ready to jump in like that. that yeah. That's like kind of dedicated to the part already. That's that's fine. Well, it puts their, their hearts with their hearts in it at that point. They're not just being paid yeah. to do a job. Oh, yeah. No, he, no, no. He's, he's all in. Yeah. yeah. He's all and, in. He's and and he, he really captured that spirit, I think, of the sort of Flash Gordon, you know, Buck Rogers sort of thing. He, oh, absolutely. And he got it. He understood what we were trying mm -hmm. to make. So I got to yeah, ask. Yeah, you did it very well. <laughs> I got to ask, is there like a surplus of cows in, in this universe? Because everybody's wearing leather. <laughs> <laughs> leather on everybody. I was just yeah. like, holy crap. There's a lot of leather in space. <laughs> space yeah, is supposed like to be cold. Tight leather, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I mean, we, I guess we can have some of those space cows in the sequel or something. You know, we can yeah. harvest. I was going to ask that, too. Is there going to be a sequel? And now you just ruined oh, that. Oh, so. well, it would have been funny. A random, a random cow or two in that cloud. <laughs> the space cloud. We've got to go make more clothing. Is that Aeropolis space cloud, right, Joe? Yeah, was, oh, yeah. Yep. That was the name of it. <laughs> the blue space. Yeah, it was great. Was that, was that an original one? Because that, that was kind of out of nowhere. And like, I, I thought it was like a really cool way to move the story along. The, the space cloud? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was. We just discussed we needed one more thing um, to kind of bridge it. So, budgetary wise, you're trying to figure out what you can do uh, mm -hmm. on set. And it was, well, we can just have a, a blue cloud that mm. they get stuck in, and then you can just light it blue and we, we can play it that way. There was initially a, it's in the deleted scenes. Uh, Elnora's character hates the color blue. So there was a subplot of that that we had a few scenes for. They all that all ended up getting cut out, but um, so it was leading to that is why it was blue. But it was uh, a lot of times when you're doing these these indie movies, you're trying to make the best you can with what you have. So when you're trying to add a new scene, you're you're trying to figure out how can we do this without you know having to create a whole new world, a whole mm. new you know location, um, because it was it, it was tough. I mean. Uh, Gato, you can share with us the, the opening, share with everybody the opening and how challenging that was. Yeah, well, that was they, uh, you know, we already had everything scheduled. Joe is an amazing scheduler, you know, and so we worked together on all of that and we had everything ready. Everything was locked up tight. We had everything done. And then uh, the distributor, or it was either Jeff, or I think it was right from the distributor. They were just like, you know, hey, can you add sort of a James Bond opening action scene to this or like an Indiana Jones opening? And it's like we already had everything scheduled and all our act, you know, actors are scheduled for certain days. And it's like, OK, well, how so, are we squeeze this in? Yeah. And Joe and I got together. We were driving around locations in L.A. trying because because Michael was going to be mainly on our sets in La Puente. So we were trying to think, well, what other location can we put Michael at and everything? And and we got so frustrated at one point because we just couldn't find a way to fit it in or to move. To, we couldn't even find another location. And I'm like, my gosh, we're just stuck with Michael Perret in a box on our set, you know? And then 
a box, Michael Bray. Let's and, put him in the box. Yeah, and I drew a picture of a box hanging from a suspension cable with a like over a pit of lava with a big monster about the. I'm like, yeah, we can take the pod thing and just repaint it and make it the make it the you know uh, the, the box, you know, yeah. and we'll put him literally in a box and have him because yeah, of course they they wanted a bigger opening, but no more shooting days and no more money. Right. Yeah. Ah. So just well, yeah, of course. And we were never going to be able to bring Prey out to Vegas. So that right. was the biggest challenge is how do we involve him? Because if we're doing a bigger opening, it's got to be him. Right. We have right. to have him. So uh, the idea was great. And, and I think it works very well within the confines of the movie. It gives it that that uh, we're getting the end of a different movie to begin mm -hmm. our movie, which is wonderful. Yeah. And if we do sequels, there will be, uh, you know, openings just like that. So we, we, we plan to have every film begin with another adventure. So if we do. Well, now, you've got, yeah, <laughs> now after the ending, you have the perfect like buildup. Like you could do little adventure. Mm -hmm. I, I really enjoyed the ending. I thought it, I even teared up just for a second, but it, 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 it got me. Uh, I have to admit, oh, for a second, I, I had, I was like, oh, it's because I have kids. I'm telling you, ever since I had kids, I've become this emotional mess. It's really sad. <laughs> so, so what about the music? Like throughout the movie, it was pretty like solid. I have to say, like every moment was brought to life, I think, through the score. Yeah, so, it was a wonderful score. That's Joel Christian Goffin, and he's an amazing composer. Uh, he did the soundtrack to Automation, uh, my previous movie. He did that in four weeks. This one, wow. we, we knew we were going to do this movie. Like I already had discussed with Jeff we were going to do a sci-fi movie, and when Jeff said, okay, we'll do it, I talked to Joel and said, hey, Joel, and this is like almost two years out, like maybe a year and a half out from production, you know, from this movie happening. And uh, I was like, hey, we want to do a sci-fi movie, something with like, I want, could you do a score like Elmer Bernstein meets James Horner, you know? And he's like, oh, you're, oh all right, uh, I'll think about it. And then like two hours later, he sent me the opening theme sound to Space oh, wow. Yeah, it was incredible. I mean, uh, he, he's such a talented composer and we worked together a lot on the soundtrack. And if you listen carefully, each character has a theme. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah. No. no, I didn't catch that. You, you'll, you'll hear it. Sarah has one. That's cool. You I've hear always it wanted my own theme. Song. At the Blue Essence. Yeah, yeah, Rachel has her own theme. Dykstra has his theme. Perret has his like theme. I mean, everybody, even Manx. Manx had his special warrior music, you know? I mean, oh, uh, no kidding. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, and you know, it's actually, you know, it actually makes sense that you wouldn't necessarily notice it because all of these elements are what makes everyone a character. Oh, yeah, movie, it played you know? well. The casting, it, the, the, the script, the casting, the costumes, and then the music all add together yeah. to create these characters and make them more vivid than they would be if it was just... Yeah. And and Gato's skill as an editor made them all look seamless. <laughs> they all work together. I really enjoyed the way some of the demises of your villains, like, <laughs> uh, especially Elnora. That was like, I was, was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, she was, she, we had that idea. Yeah, yeah. Sadie was, uh, was quite a powerhouse in this as a bad guy. I mean, she, uh, we, we had her for one day and she's in the- Oh, wow. Day. That's one day. One yeah, day. That's, wow. wow. That's impressive. Yeah. 
what okay whatever became of her son i i was waiting for his his ultimate return is that in the sequel you know there's a deleted scene actually where you have oh. a little bit of that they the the pilots you know when they when she's sort of uh when we have that you know the punishment for failure sequence between yep, yep. And the two pilots originally she arrive they arrive and they hand her a canister of <laughs> of uh, right. her son's ashes had a picture of him on it with like a barcode <laughs> Everything. And the scene went on. There was a little more back and forth, and there were some blue flowers, which Joe Joe had, which was part of the blue joke that comes on yeah. later. Um, but uh, yeah, we, you know, it, it just it was almost it was a, a bit too long of a scene. It was fun, but I mean, and, and it was funny, and you can see it on the deleted scenes. But uh, we just sort of reworked that scene a little mm -hmm. differently. Well, it was a fun flick. I really enjoyed it. I really yeah. did enjoy it. Yeah. You know, it's. Um, now, like I said, I watch a lot of horror movies, but I, I grew up on sci-fi as well. So I'm a huge sci-fi guy, you know, and this one was just, it was so lighthearted uh, and just very well done. You know, uh, it wasn't, it wasn't dark like a lot of your sci-fis are. And don't get me wrong, I love those too. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. it's not too often I see one that's um, just fun to watch like this. Yeah. That I actually and that was the goal. You know, we wanted to do something a little different than what's out there. I mean, well, that's why I thought to bring the kids in to watch. I was like, hey, you guys should sit down. And they were there for a half hour. And then they were like, all right, we got stuff to do. I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, but, but I mean, we really wanted it to be lighthearted and fun. You know, sci-fi today is either a big franchise film or it's some you know, dark labyrinth like television show that goes on forever. I mean, we just wanted the 90 minute adventure. And you don't and, you see know. the monster. You never see the monster. Yeah. This one, you'll see the monsters. So. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, I have to say with the special effects, it wasn't like they got blurred out or anything. It, yeah. it was done really well. That was deliberate. Right. We wanted you to see the entire monster. We wanted you to feel how heavy it was and that it was alive. Oh yeah, the ground was like bouncing off yep. and like as he's yeah, walking. Yeah. I had um, I had starship troopers pop into my head. Oh yeah, oh, there you go. It's great. Yeah, and like yeah. all the dirt kicking up when the monsters chasing him in the cave and all that. I mean, yeah, that was all. And did you did you have it? Did you ever see a movie called The Angry Red Planet? when you were growing up as a kid or no oh okay just because that was sort of the homage you know that sequence uh, on Zeno. On i think Zeno. i bet that was many 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 yeah. years ago you but that's, know, that, that's, that's back both. in the day of the forbidden planet and stuff you know oh i love forbidden planet that's another right. one i love that yeah so no it's like is... you know it's, it's it's like the horror movies too because i mean you know you have your horror horror comedies and then uh you know and I always bring this up when we talk about horror because there's a great movie if you haven't seen it. They just did their sequel, which is also awesome. And it's called Don't Fuck in the Woods. <laughs> it's a good title. Yeah, it gets rough out there. You know? <laughs> uh, it's hysterical. But it's also disgusting. <laughs> so, yeah, not, not one for not you. Not for me, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. I will not be seeing that. <laughs> you know, but it's one of those movies that, you know, you laugh so, when somebody dies because it's just so bizarre. Yeah. And just so well done. You know. Um, Very cool. We love horror comedy stuff. We love horror. And, and uh, that's, that's the great thing about genre movies is there's so many different subgenres. Mm -hmm. um, you know, because like I love sci-fi. I love Event Horizon. I love movies that are super serious and dark and Mm -hmm. and, but the then abyss and stuff I, I like love that. Yep. Star Crash as well. So it's it was 
for me, it was super cool to get to work in the a medium of anybody can watch it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Versus, well, you know, you better not let your kids or your your grandma watch the horror stuff I do. Um, right. So it's just been the the whole experience was just super cool, you know. And I hope, uh, you know, it, it's streaming everywhere. It's DVDs in Walmart. I hope people buy it, watch it, rent it, and and we get to make another one because yeah. I, yeah. I would have a great time getting to do it again. And we We'd got some, yeah, and we got some good ideas for sequels, and we want to work together and just keep doing these. And want to do it bigger and better. Yeah. So. Nice. What's the big takeaway that you hope audiences take away from this? What's just the fun. just fun? Yeah. Pure yeah. escapism. This is this is like the films you grew up with, you know, and uh, just just go along for the ride and have a good time and enjoy the time with the characters, and you know, and uh, like I said, hopefully we can do more of these. Yeah. yeah. You know, and right. it, it was it was full of little surprises here and there. It definitely too, you know was. I mean? You know, uh, I didn't I didn't expect you to come out of a cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm you telling know, you, that was one of my favorite parts. I'm sitting there, I'm like, what the? Oh, Jesus Christ! I'm glad. You know, I'm glad. I didn't expect it to be perceived that way, but that's cool. Someone else said they were a little scared of your character when they saw you dancing with the spacesuit. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> See, Joe knew. I'm Joe knew. Like, what's going crazy. on there? I think it's cute. Right. I love it. I was like, hmm, how long has she been by herself? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right? Well, there's there was a little bit of Rocket Man. I love the the movie Rocket Man. Mm -hmm. um, not the Elton John one. The, the, the Harlan Williams. One, Harlan Williams. <laughs> and. Uh, so that scene was playing up a little bit of that too, of someone that's just been there for a while alone and, and uh, you know, finding ways to, to not lose their mind. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> All right. Yeah, or, or showing that they already have. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is some of the reviews really picked up on that, Joe. They were like, yeah, how long has she been in space? They were saying, right? yeah. she's a little loopy. <laughs> yeah. But then we also, what I loved about it too is just, her performance and the character, you just realize that's just how she is. Yeah. Right. She might have been that way day one up there. You know, <laughs> yeah, she's just right. having fun and enjoying what she has. Yeah. Um, right, right. And that's that's bringing that that playful exuberance to the character, which uh, I loved. I like that every character had their thing. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. And I like the uh, contraband. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The liquid stuff. Yeah, what yeah, was in that, by the, the way? Ring two. That was a That's funny it. color. <laughs> you know, and, and, and this is what's so wonderful about Joe's writing. It's like, okay, so yeah, you know, we have that, and it's a fun bit with the bottles, but then they come into play later. I mean, that's the bottles that, you know, yeah. Sarah and, and, and Taylor Tyler are drinking from in, in, in that sequence. And, you know, we there were a lot of little details that paid off, you know, which was great. Mm -hmm. I like everything to connect. I think if you set something up, you pay it off. Yeah. No, I, I think you did well. It, it, coming from a, a comic book nerd geek, I enjoyed it fully. I was Yay. just like, this was a right. lot of fun. I, I've already recommended it to a few people. So, okay. very cool. Thank you. Thank really. You. Thank you. Very good. Get it out there. For those that are watching, it's in the show notes. There's links. Oh, yeah. Me. Up above, down below, depending on where you're watching. <laughs> Gotta get so, that in Ben likes that. Yeah, yeah, that and Leo always asks uh, <laughs> what what is it that you guys actually geek out about? Like, um do you collect anything? Are you like really into stamps? Are you like into irons? Like 
is there we, anything out there in the world that like he has a huge collection of movies his office downstairs is wall mm -hmm. to wall three sides of the room the cabinet's full of dvds and what are you going to do when they change the for what are you going to do when they change formats I, I, I've, already, I, I've already upgraded most of my stuff to Blu-ray. Oh, have you? I don't know if I'm going to go to 4K. I mean, at this point, are my eyes even going to be good enough to like, you know, at this, <laughs> it's going to make I say that about my ears. My record collection is still yeah. boxed over there. My CD collection <laughs> is on the wall behind me. Yeah. You get this little thing that holds all of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's interesting. I was at a friend's house and he had one of those uh, projectors that, that, you know, project the Blu-rays. And and, and mm -hmm. it was amazing. We watched the movie that way and it was like the best I've ever seen it. I mean, I couldn't imagine, you know, people like, well, now there's 4K and it's just like, I can't imagine it looking too much better, you know, than what right. I've seen. I mean, I don't know if you guys have had that experience yet or not. I, 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 I have a 4K TV and I tell you, I can't, I only got it because the kids were like, we got to get a 4K TV if we get a new TV, blah, blah, blah. I got it. I, I can't tell the difference whatsoever. No, I can't either. You yeah. Know. It, it depends on how far away from it I am that I, whether I get it or not. <laughs> right. And especially with older movies, it's like how much more, you know, well, yeah. get out of it. You know, I, I don't know. I mean, Blu-rays look great. I mean, again, you can have a Blu-ray that doesn't look great versus one that's encoded more properly. You know, I've sometimes upgraded from one Blu-ray to another if it's a better transfer or something. But Right, right. But um, sometimes those older movies, you leave them alone. They're yeah. supposed to be like that. Yeah. That grainy quality. Like, you know? Leo's a huge fan of the original Star Wars before they did any like touch ups yep, to it at right. all and stuff. I think Big we fan. all are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, what about you guys, be. Joe, Sarah? You guys collect anything, geek out about anything besides horror? Yeah, we have, uh, we have a CD collection. We still buy everything and collect vinyl. Um, oh, really? We yeah, have vinyl's a, a big one. For movie us. collection, and it's a lot mainly horror, a lot of horror memorabilia, posters. Uh, I just got, I just got a, a, Big Chucky doll. Oh, nice. Child's Play is like one of my favorite films of all time. And it was really, it's great to have him here. I hear the TV series is kind of good. I haven't checked it out myself. I loved it. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's very, it's very yeah, well done. Seen it. I like the original Chuck, the original one. Uh, the sequels <laughs> did nothing for me. Oh, some you of them I mean? are really good popcorn movies, though. They're like... You can I mean, they all get into the fun. I like have that. fun. That was a little much for me. Star Wars Harmony's Despecialized Edition. No, oh, I heard about that. Yeah, someone someone took the Star Wars and created a Blu-ray, but despecialized it. Replaced all yep. the uh, the special edition stuff with the old stuff. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Nerds are weird, <laughs> <laughs> right? You got everybody else in the world being like, let's see how much better we can get this. And then there's the one guy that's like, I bet you I can make it look like the, the worst piece that it looked like before <laughs> all of this. Yeah. It, you know, it's interesting, though. You know, you grow up watching certain movies a certain way. And then, you know, sometimes when they come out on other version, they might mess with the sound mix or change it up a little. And people notice it. Like, I know oh, absolutely. There's been a lot of controversy with like the Superman movies, like the way the Superman's S and the sound that it made when it came towards you in, in the original Superman movie. You know, they did a big remix and it just doesn't feel the same or have the same impact. And 
the other day I was watching all the Indiana Jones movies and they're great. You know, they look good and everything, but I just, and I know it's not my sound system. They did something to the sound mixes of those movies. They're just, the music is just a little softer. The punches don't quite have the impact I remember, you know, and I know it's not the, it's not the sound equipment because then I put in a different movie and it would have that more, you know, that's your editor's ear, though. I don't know if the average person's going to notice that. <laughs> you, but you kind of these movies yeah. that you watched repeatedly as a kid, you really remember them. You know, you remember yeah. the impact of a punch sound effect. You know what I mean? And suddenly it's happening. It's like, beep, you know, yeah. versus bam. You know, it's just like, you know, right. you know, right, right, right. You get that real sound and then it kind of faded off for some reason. Like, well, they just remix it. You know, I don't know. I, you know, it, I, I'm not sure what quite happened, you know. I'll, I'll be curious, you know, to you see. Know. Well, I think it's kind of funny how everything, you know, goes full circle, you know. I mean, I'm a bit older than you guys, I think, but growing up on the old-style cartoons, you know what I mean, the old Hanna-Barbera and all that kind of stuff. And then, you know, as I turned into a teenager, they were getting, you know, turning into 3D and doing all of this fancy stuff with the cartoons, and I started to lose interest. And now all of a sudden we're back to, you know, this really this flat, basic animation, the really basic animation. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, South Park and all of that stuff. Yeah. You know, they don't even walk. They just bounce sideways. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> More stylized. You know, you know, the ones I watched what, almost 50 years ago were better. Yeah. You know, in my opinion. You know, I was I mean? a big so, fan of like. You know, the Warner Brothers, you know, Bugs Bunny cartoons and stuff and, you know, Frizz Freeling and, you know, uh, Chuck Jones, those kind of things. Bob Clancy. Right, right. Yeah. And that's yeah, a lot I mean, of that, you, know, you know, they were actually drawn back then versus now everything's digital. That's yeah. true. That, that changes yes. things up quite a bit. The, I mean, even those South Park episodes, those are done digitally now. I mean, they're done in the style of the paper cutout thing, but they are digital. Yeah. In one week, right. each episode's one week beginning. Yeah. Wow. It's insanity. Yeah. That's completely crazy. Insane. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, any more questions, Jaja? Um, I think I finished my list. I did it in an hour, too. Look at me. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, your list would have been twice as long had you known that we were. Oh, that's true. Yeah. It would have been too, so. Yeah. I got to talk to Ben about that one. Be like, hey, Ben, next time you want to tell me everybody that's going to be on. Uh, <laughs> Right, yeah, that would be helpful. <clears throat> yeah, you know, it, at you know, least I'm, I got... I'm glad I had just recently watched it because that really helped. It was fresh in my oh, head. same here. Like, I have the worst memory uh, things like get washed out as new stuff comes in, and it's just yeah. like, but I it, can't it, tell how it goes. I can tell you, Joe and Sarah have another movie coming out soon. Oh, nice. You want we do, we have a horror comedy coming out called That's a Wrap. Uh, in August or September that we're super excited about. Thanks, oh, cool. Thanks for the plug, Gatto. <laughs> and yeah, and uh, you'll be coming back on to talk about it? Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah wink, wink, sure. nod. Uh, nice, we have a nice. slasher coming out through Lionsgate at some point, too. You know, oh, we don't nice. know when that's coming out. Uh, okay. But, uh, yeah, lots of cool stuff. I did see that the, you have one in post, if that information is correct, called Creepy Pasta. Oh, that's something. Um, oh, that, that. Yeah, that was something I worked on a bit. That was uh, so I was more helping out in the post department on that one, and uh, my okay. company we did the trailer for that one. Yeah, nice bunch of people on there. It's a bunch of shorts put together. In, in oh, okay. 
you know, it's something involving the creepy pasta stories. That was a Gregory Burkhardt's uh, project. So it's, it's okay. Okay. He was the old creepy pasta guy who used to work. I think it was on Bloomhouse's website. They had a, and, and that was always the most popular thing on there. So, uh, yeah. Excellent. I, I would like to just throw out to two before we take off that if for LA based people, anybody in the LA area, on Saturday at 3 p.m., we're doing a DVD signing at Dark Delicacies, oh, nice. the super cool horror bookstore. So uh, if anybody is listening or watching from L.A., we'll be get there. a copy of the movie. Cast crew is going to be there. Michael Prey is going to be there. Four of us are going to be there. Yeah. Um, it's going to be super cool. You'll get the so are you, are, you looking to, are you looking to get into the comm circuit and maybe do some appearances? I'd love to at some point. I know Sarah and Joe have done it a few times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've done a lot of horror ones in the past. Uh, the last few years, we haven't done many, obviously for certain reasons with COVID, everything shut well, down. Yeah. But uh, I love cons. We, we have a lot of fun there. It's it's like being a kid in a candy store. Yeah. So hopefully we get some sci-fi ones because the, the sci-fi fan base is just amazing. Yeah. It'd Same be a with great, the, both, both the horror and sci-fi fan base, I have to say, like, as yeah. I said, I was I'm a comic book nerd. And I love Comic Cons, but like the reception that you get from horror fans, and it, it's it's just different. It it's, feels more like family when you go into a horror con. And I had never been to one until last year, and it, I was impressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. we've been to a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. they have one we monster loser that happens twice a year out here, which I'm always going to. And nice. uh, sci-fi and horror, they are like cousins aren't they i mean they, yeah. they, well, they definitely are. you know some bleed over between the two and that's kind of you know that that that's why i've always really been a sci-fi guy but i really get into horror because you know you like monsters and sci-fi and then the monsters are in horror also so you kind of like that stuff too well yeah i mean the the classics i mean my my favorite movies of all time are alien and predator yeah, yeah. both sci-fi yeah. horror flicks mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Yeah, the thing, all of that stuff. Aliens, yeah. my favorite. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I just, I love the alien movies, and when they combined the alien and predator as a, uh, yeah, that was that was fun. Insane. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do. You know, it'd be great though to see like something new now. Like, I mean, I want to see yes. the new monster movie. You know, I mean, you know, even Tremors. There's like nine of those. I mean, <laughs> and, and they're cool. I, I mean, I like Tremors, but it's just, yeah, I'm ready. I for want to go back. I want to go back to Critters, actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I remember them. I loved Critters. Mm-hmm. That was some good stuff. Yeah, that that was the first. Yeah, first thing I thought about with that was a ball that eats you. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then that there was, was a big old ball of carnivore. Right. <laughs> nice. Uh, okay, so I don't know where Leo is, but um, we will start getting into wrapping this up. Oh, Look at, there he goes. I, I'm Jar Jar. You can catch me on uh, Facebook at Jar, Jar or Jeremy Courtney. Um, and also check out Comic Book Lovers Buy, Sell, Trade, and Auction House to buy, sell, and trade all your nerdy stuff with 20,000 other people. Um, check me out on Tuesdays for uh, Splash Pages. It's another wonderful podcast brought to you by The Dorkening every 8 o'clock. Uh, every Tuesday at eight o'clock and Wednesday nights. If I'm not here, you can always check me out on the midweek geeks at nine o'clock. And that's also brought to you by the door. Committee. 
Thank so, you. So, um, where do you guys like people interacting with you on social media? Yeah, I'm like on Facebook and Instagram, so that's probably the easiest way to find us right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very and, nice. Uh, yeah, until, until I got a hungry monster website to go build. Still at working some on point. It. Yeah, I'm gonna have that ready okay. at some point. <laughs> nice, love the name. I'll be looking forward to that one. Thank, Thank you. you so much, and really appreciate you having us. This is wonderful. Oh, it's been a ball. We appreciate it. Ed, Joe, and Sarah. Where you do guys you like check, people following? You can check me out on Instagram at Sarah French Online, and also on Facebook, Sarah French. And I love interacting with the fans, so. Come on over and say hi. Uh, I'm Instagram, Facebook. I'm not a huge social media guy. So the easiest way to get to me is to go to Sarah and link to me through there. <laughs> I actually don't even remember what you look at to find me on Facebook or Instagram. That's fantastic. <laughs> I, I don't know. But I gotta have them. And be sure to check out Space Wars, Quest for the Deep Star, out now. Yes. Out now. You Very can good. check the show notes up above and down below for all that. The links are all there. I would want to thank our guests. Uh, this has been a great show. I had a ball. It was a fantastic movie. So in today's world, you don't even have to get off your ass to go out and see it anymore. No. Hmm. It's interesting how the world has changed to that. But <laughs> anyway, uh, guys, uh, if you would hang out until the show closes, I would very much appreciate that. Okay. Um, as far as us, just go to stilltoken.com. You'll find out anything and everything that you need to know about us and probably some things that you really don't want to know about it uh so and on that note uh i'm going to do the ben and say uh, i would like to thank all of our first responders and medical personnel and nurses and doctors and fire people police everybody because if it wasn't for you doing what you do we wouldn't be able to do what we do Amen. peace out ah. <laughs>